Let's bring in our first guest this morning. Kevin Rich joins us. Uh, he is the global gold market advisor at the Perth Mint. Kevin, good to have you with us. Uh, gold consolidating above 1800. You mentioned in your notes kind of limited reaction to the data as of recently. Seems the focus has been more on the dollar at these two decade highs. Yeah, I think um, if you look, gold is basically um, flat for the year. This month, it gave up all the gains it had picked up um, in the early part of the year. Um, and it's not, uh, but it hasn't overly reacted to the downside. Uh, you know, a lot of people are thinking with rates on the rise that that should be um, bad for gold. Historically, gold trades down ahead of rate rises, but once the rate rises kick in, uh, gold holds strong. So um, I think, um, you know, the market isn't ready to give up on gold yet. It has held strong for the most part. I mean, when you look at it historically, uh, the bulls want to see this thing up and through 2100, obviously, and take out that all-time high. But they've got to be uh, impressed with, as you mentioned, how, how it has held these levels. Let's talk about Fed Chair Jerome Powell and a hawkish tone there. And again, that's behind some of the bid we've seen in the dollar in rates and uh, some of the weight that uh, the gold bulls are feeling as of recent, it seems like. Yeah, I think for all the um, the flack uh, Powell and the Fed got for reacting too slowly and putting too much money into the economy, kind of fueling the inflation, um, they, they, they're talking uh, a tough game right now. And I think that's what it's called for. Um, I think, you know, we're still early days. Uh, you know, the rate rises are definitely warranted. Um, you know, I think one of the one of the interesting things is the stat that's been uh, kind of underplayed is, you know, GDP was down 1.4% in the first quarter. Uh, and that may be a statistical kind of anomaly, but, um, it, you know, I think it's a reason for caution. So uh, I think even though the Fed is, you know, very bullish, you know, hawkish in what they're saying right now, if we see weaker GDP numbers, we'll have to see kind of if they revise that stance a little bit. You know, as you mentioned that, I was just reminded of the fact that uh, Japan reported negative GDP quarter over quarter in the overnight session uh, or earlier this morning. I think it was down 0.2 percent on a year over year basis. Japan reported down 1.0 percent. Now, not as bad as expected, but declining from prior readings well above those levels. Uh, let's talk a little bit about gold in a recessionary environment or even uh, stagflation. I mean, there's a debate in terms of where we're headed as far as uh, uh, those likelihoods or scenarios, possibilities thereof. Uh, I think it was Kashgari yesterday who talked about forcing the economy into a recession to slow the economy down. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone wants to see that. It was funny, um, last week I saw uh, Lloyd Blankfein and Ben Bernanke interviewed. I thought I kind of had hit my head and woke up in 2008 <laughs> again to see those guys. But, um, you know, Blankfein was talking about risk of recession and um, you know, Bernanke was talking about stagflation. So I think there, there are real uh, risks out there. And these are um, very, you know, insightful people who have been through some of these wars in the past. So I think we have to take their comments seriously. Um, gold has been in uh, inflation, inflationary periods, um, which part of stagflation is inflation, you know, a, a great asset to have um, to fight the inflation side of that. In a, a lot of recessions are not uh, kind of met, you know, meshed with inflation as well. So if for some reason we had a recession without inflation, you know, gold may not do as well on that, but I don't think that's the scenario we're looking at right now. Uh, uh, definitely um, 
gold, one of the products we talk about when we look for that safe haven type tendency. Again, in the beginning of our discussion, we mentioned how it hasn't really been the recipient to the same extent that we had seen. Well, even the Treasury is getting a little bit of a lift recently off lows. Uh, that's helped rates kind of ease some, but uh, we started to see the yen come off recent lows. It got a little bit of a lift last week, middle to end of last week. We saw, we already mentioned the U.S. dollar, but I had started off the show talking about the indices, those New Year low prints, and how the VIX with the ES and NASDAQ, the Dow Russell, posting New Year lows last week. It didn't take out the year highs back in March, up around 36.50. What do you make of that? Well, I think in the same way, gold is kind of a conundrum right now and why it hasn't performed better if you're bullish and why it hasn't gone down further if you're bearish. Um, same thing with the equity markets. All the markets are watching what's happening. I like so that. I, we focus on gold and why gold isn't re reacting one way or the other. And, and gold has its strong days and weekdays. And I think we're seeing the same in equities. There's no, there's no clear pattern forming yet. Um, on the equity side as well. But again, it's still reacting to the same thing gold reacting to. You know, um, I like that because in many ways we look for these tick-for-tick -tick correlations, but in unprecedented economic conditions and the situation that we're dealing with here right now, that may not necessarily be something to lean on. And some of those correlations that aren't always necessarily tick-for-tick -tick are maybe becoming a little bit more directly tied under these, again, uh, very uh, unforeseen or uncharted uh, waters and uh, conditions that we're dealing with here. Lastly, I wanted to get your thoughts on China in terms of physical demand as uh, these lockdowns, well, which had been a huge concern, now seem to be getting lifted a little bit. Uh, where do things, uh, expectations lie there? Well, I think everyone um, is waiting for China to open up again. And I think there's a lot of physical gold building up, waiting to go into China once that happens. Um, but it's still a little bit of a wait and see. They're talking about opening up, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. And infection rates are still higher. And I think as long as they don't have, as long as they keep this with this, um, lockdown mentality versus a live with COVID, which it seems like the rest of the world, even Australia is now you know, accepting is kind of the path forward. Um, I think we're gonna see limited demand out of China, but once it opens up, uh, that's gonna be good for, the, for gold on the physical side. Okay, in theory, kind of feeding into uh, what we were just talking about in terms of gold as a hedge. And while well, commodities in general, uh, you know, many could argue is stagflation, inflationary uh, conditions. Uh, we've seen those hold upper levels here with gold. Again, around 1800. And uh, Kevin, appreciate you joining us. Thanks for sharing part of your Wednesday morning with us here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Kevin Rich, Global Gold Market Advisor at the Perth Mint.